0: Welcome to the Access Church Podcast and our Sermon of the Week. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message is an encouragement and a blessing to your life. I want to just encourage you to be seated and just keep the posture of worship in your heart today. And I want to share with you just for a few moments why we do what we do. Why do we take time and praise the Lord? Why do we say, Hallelujah? Hallelujah. I think it's important in church to always be able to understand the why behind the what. You know, I grew up in church, and sometimes you take these types of things for granted. But if you have your Bible, you can turn to Psalm 150. Psalm 150, to me, at the very end of the book of Psalms, is like the grand finale of the fireworks book of psalms is incredible but you get to psalm 150 and there's just so much here i just want to share with you the simplicity of of this psalm everybody say praise the lord Lord. it starts by saying praise the lord praise god in his sanctuary so where are we supposed to praise the lord the bible says in the sanctuary of god and in the Old Testament, the sanctuary was one particular place. We have a sanctuary here today. But before we even get to that, praise the Lord. The wording that's used here is the combination of two words that you put together. And it's the universal word hallelujah, which is an incredible word. Because as you travel, whether you're in India or Africa or Mexico or traveling throughout the world, you can be in a, an environment of worship and not understand everything. But all of a sudden you hear people say the word praise the Lord they say hallelujah it's a universal word and so it says the hallelujah of the Lord praise him in the sanctuary meaning the temple the modern translation today is the church the assembly of believers that gather but most importantly we praise him not from a place but we praise him as an individual from our heart so we see from the temple to the church to coming to the Lord's presence today with a heart. Hopefully you came today with a heart to worship the Lord. So where do we praise him? We praise him in the church. We praise him from our hearts, but we do that. And the psalmist says why. He says we're to praise him in the sanctuary. We're to praise him in the mighty heavens. It's interesting that he references this space that goes all the way back to the creation story. All the way back to the book of Genesis, where the Bible says that God spoke and sky appeared. In essence, He separated the waters and He named that place the sky. The Bible says, and there He named the sky heavens. So, in a broad sense, we talked about the sanctuary as a place that we praise. But in essence, the Bible is saying that we're to praise God in the expanse of creation. Praise him in the mighty heavens. Everywhere that you and I go, we should offer praise to God because of the expanse of his power includes the entire universe. Our praise isn't to be limited to the church, but you can praise him in the marketplace. You can praise him at home. You can praise him as you're walking your dog. You know, we should have this attitude of a hallelujah everywhere we go and have that disposition in our hearts. And here's why we're to do that. He goes on and he says, praise him for his acts of power. Say power. God is a mighty God. His acts of power are too numerous to take time and talk about from scripture. But think of Exodus, the book of Exodus, where God's power was demonstrated, his miraculous power. In order to convince Pharaoh to set the Israel, the people in Israel, free from the bondage of Egypt. We see how Pharaoh changed his mind and pursued the people of God. And like Brother Andre was talking about recently when he was here. They come up to that water and we see the miraculous power of our God separating the Red Sea. His mighty power. You flip over, eventually you get to First Kings on Mount Carmel when Elijah confronted the false prophets of Baal. And Elijah, on behalf of, you know, he, he acts, God, the Lord miraculously acts on his behalf. And the Bible says he sent fire from heaven. We see his miraculous power consuming the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the dust, and the water surrounding them. You get later on in scripture to the book of Jonah and we see God's miraculous power all throughout the story of Jonah. The Old Testament is a story of a mighty God intervening on behalf of his people. And so we praise God for his miraculous power, amen? But then you flip over to the New Testament and it doesn't just stop in the old, it's in the new. Remember Jesus with the fish and the bread. And he blessed it. And we see the multiplication of God's mighty power blessing so many people. We see all throughout the Gospels in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John his miraculous power as he healed bodies. He delivered people that were struggling from addiction, he set people free that were struggling from demonic influence. And we praise God for his mighty power. And many times we think it's the power of the water being separated. We think it's the power of the fish and the bread being multiplied. We think it's the power of blind eyes even being open. But his most powerful act is his ability to save man. I'll tell you next week when we talk about go reentry, you're going to hear some stories that are going to blow your mind of what God has done for some people in our church. And so we take time and we praise God, not just for his miraculous power in these miracles in the word, we praise him for the greatest miracle that he provided a way to reconcile me to him. He provided a way to reconcile you to God. And it certainly doesn't stop with us. He's still changing people's lives He's still taking people and he's taking that old nature, that sin nature, that flesh, and he's recreating them in Christ. That's the most powerful miracle. A church that lose sight of that is a church that lose sight of the essence of the gospel. So we praise him for his acts of power. But I think it's so incredibly important that you continue on because the Bible says that we praise him for his surpassing greatness. We don't just take time and praise God for the reality that he's powerful and what he can do, but we praise him for the essence of who he is. Who he is. That he's omnipotent. That he's omniscient. That he's omnipresent. That he's the creator. He's the sustainer. That he's unparalleled in his greatness. He's not like any other God. There is only one true God. And we never focus so much on what he does for us that we miss the reality of who he is to us. That that God that separated the waters is your father in heaven. That he's your provider, that he's your protector, that he's your peace in the midst of the storms of life, that his love is unfailing, that he's faithful, that he's true, that he never changes. There's nothing different about God last week than today. He never changes. He's consistent. He has an inability to fail us. That's why we praise. It's more than just music and it's more than just singing and and hands and shouting and all of that. And we're going to keep doing that. Because the psalmist says, this is how you praise him. You praise him with the sounding of a trumpet. Hopefully you didn't bring one this morning. You praise him with the harp. You praise him with the lyre. You praise him with the, just think stringed instruments. Just think percussion. Just think anything that you blow with your mouth. Think praising with your lips, clapping. And the Bible says there are many ways that you can praise the Lord. The essence is praise Him with the band. Praise Him with what you got, right? And then it says praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with the resounding cymbals. Let everyone that has breath praise the Lord. The Bible talks about dancing before the Lord. Remember last week? Man, that was good. I feel like dancing. I look down at my watch and it says, would you like to start an outdoor workout? (laughs) But it's actually, it's in the Bible that you're supposed to dance before the Lord. We just saw it on the screen. You're to dance. Praise him with the dance. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there says there's a time to weep. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn and a time to what? Dance. It's all an expression of our worship to the Lord. We praise him with our dance, the joyous, spontaneous moments where we express our joy and our praise to the Lord. It's interesting that you find people in the world that are excited and dancing is always excited, connected with them being filled with joy and excitement. And then you go to church, the place that we should be the most joyful and the most excited. Many times we're not here, but everybody else. Stiff as an iron rod, right? Feel like dancing. Shouldn't be that way, right? Shouldn't be that way. And then the Bible says, who's to praise the Lord? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Psalm 148 talks about his creation. It says, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him from the heights above, praise him, all you angels, praise him, you heavenly hosts, praise him, sun, moon, and shining stars. The essence is like all creation is just one more expression of praise to the Lord. The heavens declare what? It's like the heavens are speaking praise. They're declaring the praise to the Lord. And as human beings, we just enter into the praise that's already happening. The last most important thing I want you to see here is that if you have breath, take a deep breath. The Bible says if you have breath in your lungs, God designed you to praise him. God designed you to praise him. The emphasis of this portion of scripture is not on creation. The emphasis of this portion of scripture is on The most important thing in creation, the only thing that God created in His image, you and me. And the Bible says that God breathed into that being, and man became what? A living being. If you could remember one thing, here it is. Worship is simply giving God back His breath. Outside of the breath of God, you're just a shell of a person. You don't believe me? Hold your breath for about seven minutes and you'll be gone. Worship is nothing more than man returning the breath of God back to himself. That's why it's vocal. That's why it requires you exhaling. Something that blessed my heart this morning as I look over and As much as I was joking about prime time, man, one of the things that I love seeing is people that have have history with God, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and they're passionately worshiping. They're passionately lifting their hands. They're passionately clapping. They're passionately continuing to do what God created them to do. And I look over and I see a young lady on the front row this morning, lifting her hand and she's 90 years and still returning back to God, the breath that he gave her. Wow, it's more than just music. It's more than just clapping and singing. We're going to continue to do all of that, but it's a way that we're simply giving God back his breath and we never take for granted another day. Would you stand with me today? Just take a minute between you and the Lord. Just close your eyes, lift your hands to heaven. And just thank him for all that he's done for you. Just thank him for all that he's done. You're here today, which means he has a wonderful plan for your life today. It ain't over until he says it's over. He gave you breath in your lungs. You have a purpose. You have hope today. You're to have joy and peace You're here today, not dirty and distant, hopefully, from God. If not, today is your day to give Jesus your life. You're here today as a Christian, adopted into his family, a son and daughter of the Most High God. He gave you breath in your lungs, and as we praise today, we just thank him from the depths of our heart. Lord, you are faithful. Lord, you are good to us. You're always working behind the scenes. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have wonderful things in store for our lives individually. You have wonderful things in store for this church. Father, I thank you that whether someone's five years old lifting their hands and expressing their praise from the breath in their lungs to the person that's 90 praising you, Lord, you love us. You care so much about us. Just thank the Lord. Just say it. Your breath In my lungs today, we pour out our praise as the team just continues to lead. Thank you, Lord. Hit your breath. Thank you for joining us this week. If you would like to further connect with us, you can find us online at scaccesschurch.com or on any social media platform. Have a blessed week.